family engagement specialists who work a different caseload than your traditional caseworker. Enough from me. I'll let them tell you all about it. What is your name? And tell me one interesting thing about you. My name is Wendy Shiflett. And one interesting thing that makes me more effective at my job is I used to be a small business owner. I actually owned a restaurant owned and managed, you know, worked in wash dishes and everything else, <laughs> which you do when you're a small business owner. Um, and that helps me give some guidance to my clients with their, um, you know, what employers are looking for. But I also have a background working in nonprofits. And so I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with people of all different backgrounds. And those help me do my job better. Excellent. So tell me a little bit about what it is that you do for the division. Okay. So as the family engagement case manager, I work with non-custodial parents who are struggling to pay. I help connect them to resources in the community and I give them support as they work through the different barriers, whatever their barriers happen to be. I give them support and direction um, to help them get reach a level of stability. Excellent. So how long have you been in your role here? I've been doing this now for four years. So briefly explain the family engagement program in your office. Okay. In my office, uh, I receive referrals from my coworkers, the enforcement workers. We also have people that are walking in to talk to the workers about various things. When they come in, I may get um, a coworker asking me if I can meet with someone to talk to them about their barriers, see if they qualify for family engagement, see if they have an interest in that or just need resources. Um, so in the office, I'm the only worker that does this particular program. I do encourage, and if you were to look at my cubicle, I've got resources just hanging every which way, and I encourage my coworkers to come over here and familiarize themselves with the resources, and if I'm not here to be able to get what they need for their client who may not be interested in the program but still needs some, some of the resources. And to help people, our listeners, understand a little bit more about the program, can you tell me what a typical day looks like for you? When I first get in, the first thing I'm doing is checking messages and checking my emails because those are the key ways my clients are going to be reaching out to me. And from those things, first thing in the morning, I then am working with the clients if they've left a message with any problems. I'm following up on resources. Um, to help them with whatever struggles. I'm reaching back out to them with information that I've gathered. And throughout the course of the day, I get various phone calls or emails from coworkers, from community partners, uh, letting me know about people who have a need for the program, whether to join it formally or just a need for resources. Um, if, if someone reaches out to me, if there's a a client I can help uh, get back on their feet and they don't have to join the program. I mean, I'm still going to be sharing those resources with them. Um, but I do a review for the clients as they either call in or get referred in. 
um, during the day I'm sending out applications for people that have been referred to me so it, it's a it's a give and take throughout the day some days I'm on the phone all day long one call after another and other days I'm taking care of a lot of paperwork associated with that and then when we were still going out into the community which we should be soon I could also be speaking at a jail or another community group in the area attending reentry councils. There's a lot of networking involved in the position too. So when you're out in the community talking to people about the program, what do you think is the biggest misconception about our program? And that could be specific to child support or specific to family engagement, either one. Well, I think that in general, people are a bit mistrustful of the intent of the family engagement workers. If they've had in, uh, dealings with child support in the past that have not been of a positive nature, then they're not sure what our intent is in, in really helping them. And so building that trust is key to what we do. And sometimes it takes a lot and sometimes it, it simply doesn't happen. But I think that people do need to understand that this is a response by Division of Child Support from years past when things were done maybe just according to the letter of the law, not considering individuals' different barriers. This program does do that. And, but people aren't sure does it really do that. <laughs> and and they'll, they will sometimes um, even say to me, well, all you care about is, is getting me paying my child support. But I help them understand that's a part of them getting their life into a stable place is to take care of their responsibilities, whether it's child support or rent or any other types of bills that they have. If we can get them to a place where all these things are being taken care of and then they've got money beyond that to pursue the dreams they have in their life, that's a good place. That's a good goal. And, and they'll agree with that as being a good goal. And if, if I can work with them to, to envision that together, how I can help them connect to resources that can get them there where they want to go, not where I'm determining, um, that, that's a key and that, is, that will lead to success. It's, it, it's tough though getting them to buy into it from the beginning. So if you could talk to a client before they ever walked into our office, what would you want to make sure that you told them? The, the biggest thing that I see that people have a problem with dealing with child support and also working with the family engagement program is, is a lack of communication. When I go out and I speak to uh, people in jails, I strongly encourage them as soon as they are released, if they have a child support case, to reach out and make sure that we've got their correct contact information. That's key. I explained to them that if, if the worker is about to move forward on action, they're going to reach out to them before they do. They're going to let them know that their case is out of compliance and, the, and try to talk to them about what they need to do. But if they don't have the right address, if they don't have the, a phone number to call, 
if they don't have that, then they're left with having to move forward with these actions because they can't reach out. They still have to follow the letter of the law. With the family engagement program, that's also the, the key is communication. Um, we, we can't help if they aren't telling us what's going on. And uh, if a lot of times when people drop off in communication, they're also dropping off and following through with the other goals that they have set with us to, you know, to get back to stability. And there's many things that could be going on. And so what we do is we reach out to them to try to pull them back in because it's really hard to make these changes and the support we can give them while they're making changes to how they approach things um, is, is very helpful to them. So who is eligible for the family engagement program? So any of our clients, the non-custodial parents who are struggling to pay are technically eligible, but generally the family engagement uh, clients have multiple barriers. We may have people with backgrounds and driver's license issues, and it's not necessarily that it's to suspend it through us. They may not, even if they have their driver's license, they may not have a vehicle, so transportation's an issue. Um, they may not have their GED or diploma. They may have substance, substance abuse issues, um, mental health issues, um, lack of training. A lot of my clients are capable of getting jobs, but their jobs are not going to meet their obligations. So usually the clients that come to us have multiple things happening. And, it, and so it's a real struggle to get past, they're, they're, they're struggling to get past all these different issues and, and we work with them to take it one step at a time. Um, but if other clients right now with, with things that are going on in society right now, we are seeing referrals from people who we didn't see before that simply are out of work, but are encountering a real struggle with getting employment that they didn't ever encounter before. And they may not have all those other issues. We can still give them some guidance with resources that they may not know of that can help them with employment. All right, and so the final question is, what inspires you? You know, I've, I've worked for years working with people, and while what they do and what they accomplish, I do find inspiring, and they're great stories to help inspire others. What inspires me is the opportunity to improve systems like the division of child support and the system that is set up to work with people. I was really excited about the family engagement program because it offers an opportunity to try new things, to see what works, and to make changes to the way things have always been done in, in improvements that can actually serve people rather than just try to get people to fit into the system. So that actually gets me really excited when I see improvements happening, whether it's happening in my office or in another office that I hear about and, and it affects the whole system that makes an improvement. That gets me very excited. 
thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you will return for all the episodes in this family engagement series. This and all of our broadcasts are brought to you in part by the Virginia Division of Child Support and also the Federal Office of Child Support through their 1115 grant program.